Well, God bless you and keep you in Jesus' name. Uh, it's, it's just certainly good to be in the land of the living one more time. It is certainly good to, to bless the Lord. It is certainly good to just lift him up and give him glory and give him honor. Glory to God and, and bless his holy and righteous name. Yes, 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 yes. It is certainly good to be before you in, in spirit and in truth. Um, I used to love listening to rap music um, back in the early 80s um, and late 80s, early 80s, uh, 90s. You know, after that, you know, around 2000, I really, you know, didn't, you know, I just, you know, went away from it. Not just anything wrong with rap music or anything. It just, it just something I, I know that I lost interest in like that. There's a lot of things that you could um, grow up, you know, in your childhood. And you, um, glory to God, perhaps you um, used to do um, things that you used to look at. And things, movies that you was interested in. Sports. Sports is another thing that I was really into in the early 80s, 90s. By by time the late late nineties happened, ninety nine, you know, it, the interest, you know, I lost interest. Then in the two thousands, I might gain some more interest and begin to look. But now it's just something that I can do without. It's it's funny how things that you can uh, that you thought you couldn't live without, habits that you thought you couldn't live without, people that you thought you couldn't live without, um, all these things begin to happen. And, and lo and behold, all of a sudden you find out that um, actually you can um, uh, live without. <laughs> I don't have to look at a basketball game or a football game. I don't have to sit up and, and watch um, uh, and listen to certain rap music or uh, certain things that come out, the new trends that come out. I don't really have to, you know, it just, you know, something that, that just, just doesn't bother me. If I, if I you know, because when you was younger and perhaps maybe you older now. And you 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 can't go a day without looking at ESPN first takes. You can't go a day without listening to what Shannon Sharps or Skip Bayless has said. You can't go. Some people, some men, you know, women, but men can't go a day without listening to that. You know. But I'm finding out that if you keep going days without listening to what the Lord Jesus Christ is saying, you'll be all messed up in your spirit. So. I want to show you something in the Word of God, because the Word is something I do believe that we need to get into daily. Now, I said I, I said what I said because start off because there was a lyric, a rap back in the day in the eighties. Glory to God and. One of the lyrics of this verse said this. He says, this, the gentleman said, I do believe it's Boogie Down Productions. And this guy said, well, people are picking up the mic, you know, the microphone, but don't know what to say. And so I don't want to be um, that type of person when it comes to a preacher. There are preachers today, pastors, picking up the mic, don't know what to say. And, and sometimes the Holy Ghost will just give you what to say. 
you know why why you get up there why you get getting up there but uh, I ran to a pastor you know not recently now he said uh, always be prepared I know Bishop Jakes was saying I always have more than enough when you stand before the people um now we on a on a on the broadcast YouTube stuff like that you know but you know even then we want to have something to say about the Lord if you call yourself saying something about the Lord but yeah, but Bishop Jakes said something here. He said, I always have more than enough. Then another gentleman said, well, I, I study. Um, he's like, well, I study for eight hours before I get up before the people. I'm like, whoa, eight hours is amazing. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, wow. I never timed it when I was passing. When I was, I don't know. Um, the devil will attack you. They saying in five areas now it's six areas now it's, it could be more but he says that your family, your finance, your friends, your flesh, your faith, and your feelings will be tested by the enemy, and he always tests these things out by three different ways: the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. That's what the enemy is is. Really testing you and trying to get at you at. He he would come in so many different areas, and he would come in areas. Glory to God. That you, um, glory to God. Uh, if you're not careful, if you haven't been studying, if you haven't been in prayer, you'll forget that you got the victory over the enemy. Hallelujah. Go by Sato Kola Baha. And you'll forget about the grace and the mercy of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And one thing we don't want to forget. It's a grace in the mercy of the Lord. Hallelujah. Because sometimes in a battle, you may lose a battle. You may lose that battle. But if you forget about the mercy of the Lord. You hear me? If you forget. About the mercy of the Lord. <laughs> and you will think that the reason why you lost a battle is because you're not saved. Sometimes we lose a battle simply because we're not prepared. Sometimes we just lose a battle simply because we have not been in prayer. We haven't prepared in the word and, and, and fasting and different things. Uh, but you're not losing a battle because you're not saved. <laughs> the very reason that you're in the battle is, is because you are saved. Did you know that? The only reason the enemy is attacking you is because you are saved. You do have a calling on your life. You do have, and the enemy doesn't want you to get up on your feet. Because he knows that if you get up on your feet and you get yourself together. Wow. Let me show you something in 1 John chapter 1. It says, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, oh my God, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled, of the word of life. He, John is talking about Jesus. John is saying we have from the beginning. He was from the beginning. Listen, John said we've heard him. John said we've seen him with our eyes. We have looked upon him. Our hands have handled him. He is the word of life. My God. Those show called out by my God from glory. Can I show you something? For the life was manifested. My God in here, the life was manifested and we have seen it and bear witness and shown you that eternal life, which was with the father 
and was manifest unto us. That, that which we have seen and heard declaring we unto you. We also may have what fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son Jesus Christ. He says this, that which we have seen and heard declare we unto you. John is like, we're not speaking anything that is made up. We don't have no opinions. We don't have, you know, an agenda. The only thing we're telling you is what we have seen and heard from him, the Lord Jesus Christ. When I stand before you, when I come before you, the only thing I'm telling you is what I have seen and heard from the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Can I go deeper? And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. He says his, He says this. He says what we have heard from Jesus, what we have seen from Jesus, that we write and we declare unto you, and we write these things, that your joy may be full. My God. So when we get into the word of God, and understand what the Lord Jesus Christ has done, said, and declared unto us. Our joy is full now. My God. Can we go deeper into this thing? This then is the message which you have heard of him. Declare unto you that God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of, of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. On the, on 1 John, and it says, the, the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. On the end of that cleanses, E-T-H. That means continually. The blood of Jesus Christ continually cleanses us from all sin because... Even though our souls are saved, your spirit is saved, your soul is saved, your flesh isn't. So, uh, <laughs> so in the Boshabrabah in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, my God in here, my God in here, he has blessed us to where his blood cleanses, continue, his blood is running through us right now. Cleansing us through all, from all sin. Can you imagine? Can you imagine something quick in Jesus' name? Let me show you something. If I had like a bottle of alcohol. And I poured that bottle of alcohol out. Alright. And I smell that bottle. It's still going to smell like alcohol, right? Alright, now say if I put some water in it. Swish it all around. Poured it out. Smelled it again. Still going to smell like alcohol, right? Okay. Imagine me doing that daily, washing that bottle out, pouring it out, smelling it. Sooner or later, it's going to start smelling like alcohol. My God, the blood of Jesus Christ is on the inside of you, cleansing you from all sin. <laughs> I feel the Holy Ghost. If I was, I was watching what the Bible says. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Look what John said. John said, if we're saying that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. There's pastors right now saying they don't have no sin. There's church folks right now saying they don't have no sin. And they said, hey, and I can understand them saying, okay, well, maybe they're saying that after they got saved, they haven't sinned. Nah, some people are just straight up saying they never sinned before in their life. How did you get saved then? And why did you get saved? Because other people say, well, after I got saved, I never sinned. I have never sinned before. Okay, then perhaps you must be something different because... Peter, James, and John, and Philip, and Bartholomew, and Thomas, all these gentlemen, John the Baptist, all these cats, walk with the Lord. 
They handled him. They said they've seen him with their own eyes. They handled him. They looked upon him of their word of life. And they had struggles. Peter and David, all these guys. But you're saying you have no sin. And you think the world believes that? Because we're trying to convince the world. Because we're trying to get them saved, right? So it amazes me sometimes. I'm not sure if past some pastors, some preachers, some people not even trying to get anybody saved. I'm like, what is the agenda in this church? And they will say, well, this is just a business church. We're just here for the business. We're here for the money. We're not here for souls. We're here for the money. Really? What well, a devil is a lie. Let me show you something in Jesus' name. First, now, watch what the Bible says. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Look at that. Now, did you see that? If we confess, if you've done some right now, if you've done some last night, if you've done some while I'm yet preaching, confess it and watch God cleanse you from all sin. That's, that's what his blood is there for. Can we go deeper? If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not. How, how, do you, how do you stop the word of God from being in you? How do you know somebody's word is not in someone? Well, it's quite simple. Here go the test right here. He says, if we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. That's how we know. You don't know if somebody's from, uh, we, we know from how you dress, how you talk. We know from your occupation. Well, we know from how you, you know, your church attendance. We know. No, they said it ain't dead. John said, that's not, how, that's not how you can tell that somebody doesn't have the word of God in them. Here's how you can tell. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. My God, let's go deeper. My little children, these things write out to you that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate, we have a defense attorney, we have a robo We got somebody who's counseling us on our behalf with the Father Jesus Christ the righteous. And he is the propitiation. He is the atoning death for our sins. And not for ours only, but for also for the sins of the whole world. Didn't you know Jesus Christ died for the sins of the whole world? He didn't die just for the Jew, not for the Greek, not just for the Russian, not just for the Japanese, not just for the African, African, African not just for the Indian. He died for the sins of the whole world. And hereby we do that. Now watch this, now watch this. Now let me go deeper. Let me, let me go down somewhere. Let me show you something. Let me show you something in Jesus' name. Horrible. All this is good. Should I read all this? Well, let me let me let's go. He that say if I know him and keep it not his commandments is a liar, and the truth is not in him. Now, the commandments, we ain't talking about the Ten Commandments. Let me show you what the commandments he's talking about. But whosoever keepeth his word in him really is the love of God perfected. Hereby we know that we are in him. He that saith that he abideth in him. Ought himself ought to walk as he walked. Brethren, I write no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment that you have, that watch this now, that you have from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you have heard from the beginning. Watch this. Again, a new commandment. Watch this now. I write unto you, which thing is true to in him, and the true and the light now shineth. Now watch this now. Watch this. Again, a new commandment I write unto you. Which things true in him and in you because of the darkness is past. The true light now shine. Watch this. He that saith he is in the light and hateth his brother is in darkness even until now. <laughs> he that says he is in the light. 
but hateth his brother is in darkness even to now. So I can't say that I love God and hate my own father. I can't say that I love God and hate my mother. I can say that I love God and hate my boss, hate my co-worker, hate, you know, hate my wife, hate my husband. I mean, you can't say that you love God and yet you hate other people. So it amazes me how you're going to be a white supremacist talking about you love God. Or how can you be a, 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 a man going around saying that white folks is devils talking about you love God? How can you have hate in your heart and talking about you love God? How can you hate another group of people talking about you love God? The Bible says no. The Bible says no, no, you, you can't say you love God and hate your brother. You, that can't go down. Then can I, can I go deep? Can we go deeper into this stuff? Ah, oh, my God. <laughs> he that saith he is in the light and hateth his brothers in darkness even to now. He that loveth his brother abideth in the light and there is none occasion of stumbling in him. But he that hateth his brothers in darkness and walketh in darkness and knoweth not whether he goeth because the darkness hath blinded his mind. Let me show you something. Hate blinds your mind. Hate blinds yourself to your own faults. Hate will blind yourself to your own um, uh, addictions and flaws. <laughs> you cannot hate and love God at the same time. It just can't happen. Let me go deeper into this thing. My God in here. <laughs> he says, watch this. I write unto you. Watch this now. I write unto you, little children. Because your sins are forgiven you for you, for his name's sake. Listen, your sins are forgiven. In case nobody has ever told you this, in case no preacher has ever told you that, in case nobody has never showed you that in the Bible, your sins are forgiven. I've been to a lot of churches. And a lot of church, and yet people don't even, even know that their sins are forgiven. <laughs> he says, around to you fathers, because you have known him that is from the beginning. Around to you young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. Around to you little children, because you have known the father. Listen, did you know that you've already overcome the wicked one? Just by you getting saved, you overcome him. Because his, 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 he, wanted you, he wanted you to kill, still destroy. He wanted your soul. He can't have it because you're in Christ now. Can I show you something else? I've written unto you, fathers, because you have known him that was from the beginning. I've written unto you, young men, because you are strong. And the word of God abideth in you, and you have overcome the wicked one. Love not his own again. Love not the world, and none of the things that are in the world. For if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. We can't love the world's system and the world's way of doing things. We can't uh, want to be like the world. My God. Sometimes we idolize people in the world. Sometimes we do idolize, we sometimes we may idolize their lifestyles. Oh my God, man, you got five women? Oh my God. Hey man, hey, you, you, what, what in the world you got? So you got a wife and, and, and four women on the side? How you pull that off? Wait a minute, man, tell me that you, you, you dating the, the, the mama and the daughter? How, how'd you do that? Wait a minute, uh, love not the world, none of the things that are in the world. You mean tell me that you, uh, you getting money through, 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 through illegal ways? What, what, uh, love not the world. Not the things that are in the world. Oh, you mean tell me that you, you, you looked on TV and seen this model and you, you, you want to 
you know, get this surgery and do this and do that. And you just love not the world, not the things that are in the world. <laughs> now, there's nothing wrong with looking good. There's nothing wrong with well, working on yourself. But if you're doing it because you want to be like the world. Because when you start doing that, what else are you going to do to be like the world? Oh, oh, the, oh, we we got a we got a swingers party down the street, man. You don't want to come? Well, no, man. I'm good. I, I'm I'm married. Oh, well, me too. We got an understanding then. Love not the world, and not of the things that are in the world. It's amazing to me that a lot of preachers would get in that pulpit, and they would preach the world, and they would preach the things of the world. And the congregation now starts loving the things of the world. Whatever we get financially or whatever we get materially, we ought to use it for the glory of God. Meaning that if I got two coats, I ought to bless somebody with one of those coats. I should be constantly looking for somebody to bless. I should be, if I'm blessed, then I need to constantly be looking for somebody else. Who else? Who else? Can, now, who can I bless? Now, who can I bring up? Who can I, you know, who can I, you know, what can I do? Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. Can I show you something else in Jesus' name? For all that is in the world are the lust of the flesh. Here we are. The lust of the eyes and the pride of life. It's not the father, but it's of the world. And the world passeth away. And the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. The world passeth away. And the lust thereof. That means that it's only temporary. Temptation is temporary. What you're going to get from the lust of your eyes is going to be temporary. What you're going to get from the lust of the flesh is temporary. You got to listen. <laughs> I started off talking about uh, rappers. I started off talking about how I used to love, you know, and one of the, one of the, one of the rappers I used to love to listen to was Biggie Smalls, right? He had a lyric in one of his raps. Um, he said, why blow up my spot? Because we both got hot. Meaning that if he has a woman at home and he don't slept around in the world, why would he go home and tell his significant other what he's done just to mess up his happy home all because he on a temporary thing? <laughs> well, the Bible's letting you know that lust is temporary. What you're going through is temporary. You about to you about to end twenty and fifteen years of marriage off one night or fifteen to twenty minutes of passion. Think about that for a minute. You about to you about to go to you about to do life in prison all because you want revenge. Think about that for a minute. Can I show you something else? Can we go deeper? That's why he says the world passeth away in the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abide forever. Little children, it is the last time, as you have heard, that the Antichrist shall come. And now are many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. Listen, there's a lot of people who are against Christ that are out there. Can we go deeper? They went out from us, but they were not of us. If they had been of us, they had would have not, no doubt, have continued with us. But they went out, and that they might be made manifest that we are not all of us. Now, people use this scripture to say, well, if that if that person, if that preacher left my church, they're not saved. The devil's a lie. That ain't what he's talking about. 
just because somebody left your church don't mean they ain't saved. Just because somebody went somewhere and started their own church don't mean they ain't saved. Don't, don't, just because they, they don't run with you don't mean they ain't saved. It ain't what that scripture talking about. But you have, have an unction from the Holy One and you know all things. I have not written unto you because you know not the truth, but because you know it. And that no lies of the truth. Who is a liar but he that doeth denieth of Jesus Christ? He is the Antichrist and denieth the Father and the Son. That's the Antichrist. The one that does not the Father and the Son. They ain't, they ain't talking about somebody left your church. That person left your church ain't denying Jesus Christ the Son of God. <laughs> Whosoever denied the Son, the same have not the Father. And he that knowledge the Son hath the Father also. Let that, let that therefore abide in you, which you have heard from the beginning. He, watch this. If that which you have heard from the beginning shall remain in you, you also shall continue in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that he hath promised you, even eternal life. God has promised you eternal life. And you shall have eternal life. And you have it right now. Can we go deeper? These things have I written unto you concerning him that seduced you. But the anointing which you have received of him do abide in you. And you have not need that any man teach you. As the same anointing teaches you all things. And it is true. And it is no lie. Even as he have taught you, you shall abide in him. Now it's saying is that when somebody teaches you, they're teaching you on the, they should be teaching you on the anointing, on the unction of the Holy Spirit. It doesn't say you, it's not saying you don't have to go to church and be taught. That's a lot of people right now sitting at home, teaching themselves, not going to no one's church. I don't advise that because you start bringing up your own ideas. <laughs> Allow yourself to be taught. Allow yourself to be blessed. Allow yourself to be constructed, built. Allow yourself to be rebuked. The lot, you know I mean? And now, little children, abide in him, that when he shall appear, we may have confidence, not to be ashamed before him at his coming. If you know, if you know he is righteous, you know that everyone that do righteousness is born of him. God bless you and keep. That was First John, the first two chapters. God bless you and keep you in Jesus' name. If it's a word, then I must have did it. If it's not, then I wasn't with it. Stay committed. And in truth. Um.